As you know, Orwell died in 1950 and his books legally only came to Russia at the very end of 1980s, nearly 40 years later, because his name was forbidden and in the Soviet Union he was considered a very dangerous writer, and rightly so. In this episode, I talked to journalist Masha Karp. Masha has resided in the UK since 1991, after moving here from St. Petersburg. She worked for the BBC Russian service as producer, and later as Russian features editor, leaving the BBC in 2009. She translates English and German poetry and prose into Russian, one fine example of that being Virginia Woolf. But in this episode, we talk about the fascinating world of George Orwell. When the books were published, there was some information, obviously in prefaces and afterwards, about Orwell. But people don't really know enough of him. And uh, for me, it was extremely interesting to find out how did he manage to understand the Soviet system so well. You know, in the Soviet Union, there was even a legend that he must have come to the Soviet Union. You can't imagine it. Yes, he did. He imagined it, he imagined it and he wrote about it in such a way that people in the Soviet Union who were reading it were absolutely horrified to think that all these little details of their lives, all their emotional state of fear, of uh, repression, uh, that all this was known to some Englishman who has never been to Russia. People who Orwell fought with uh, in the militia of Poem, that was a Spanish left party, but left but anti-Stalinist party, uh, they were hunted down by the Spanish police who worked on the orders of the Soviet NKVD. Uh, NKVD. And uh, uh, his close friends disappeared, were tortured, were killed, and he and his wife, who was with him in Spain, barely escaped arrest themselves. And in his preface to the uh, Ukrainian edition of Animal Farm, he says these manhunts went in Spain in exactly the same time as the terrible purges in Stalin's uh, Soviet Union in 1937 and were, as it were, he says, a supplement to them. And it was there that he understood that propaganda can lie and it can lie to such an extent that even liberal newspapers believe it he learned that people can be falsely accused of anything, uh, that uh, people can be killed or tortured without any trial, and for him it was 
a great shock. It was the shock of his life. And it was there that he understood the dangers of uh, communism, of the Soviet system. At the end of February, Masha presented her new biography of George Orwell to a sold-out audience here at Pushkin House. What can Masha tell us about her fascination? Look, I, I came to this country from the Soviet Union. I lived under totalitarian regime. I uh, dreamt uh, of uh, a different kind of life. I lived under Brezhnev uh, and uh, Andropov, Chernyanka and other leaders of the Soviet Union. And uh, this was the time when you could not read what you want, when you could not say uh, what you want, when you could not go abroad, when you felt this horrible, heavy oppression of the authorities, of the regime, over your whole life. You did not feel that your life belongs to you. You could not make plans. You could not think, oh, I would like to do this or I would like to do that, because there was this system that prescribed you the way to behave. And obviously, uh, as I said, when I read uh, 1984 in the Soviet Union, I was, like many other readers, absolutely amazed that somebody could know not just the um, general um, framework of this regime, but that somebody could know the way you feel. And uh, this is one thing that sometimes is overlooked. People think, oh, Orwell understood about um, the functioning of the uh, Soviet regime. But they forget that he was a social thinker, but not just a social thinker. He was also an artist. He started as a poet. He uh, wanted to write novels. He was a real writer, and uh, it was only when he was in his 40s that he understood that he doesn't have to make a choice between politics and art, because all his life he was torn between these two interests of his. He understood that his task is to make political writing into art, and that's what he did. The common internet definition of Orwellian is an adjective describing a situation, idea or societal condition that George Orwell identified as being destructive to the welfare of a free and open society. So I ask Masha, are we currently living in an Orwellian world? Absolutely. And uh, in the first place, of course, it raises its head in Russia. But unfortunately, you can see it in the West as well. Uh, in Russia, it became obvious to everybody uh, when uh, Crimea was annexed and when the war in the east of Ukraine 
started. Uh, because uh, Orwell said at one point that totalitarian regime is not necessarily uh, concentration camps or, or mass murders. It is the system of organized lying. And this is what Russian authorities were doing from the start of Maidan, from the start of uprising in Ukraine, in exactly the same way as they did in 1937, uh, calling uh, the people belonging to Poem militia fascists. They called people who did not want to put up with the regime of Yanukovych in Kiev in 2013, they called them fascists. They said that the government that was elected by people was a fascist junta. They said that uh, Ukrainians were hating Russian and were crucifying Russian boys. So absolutely atrocious lies were broadcast by the state television and lots of Russian people who did not have anything else and were only exposed to the propaganda, they trusted it, they believed it and this was a completely Orwellian uh, moment. On the other hand, you see, uh, it is of course on a much smaller scale in the West because in the West you can always protest. You can always write um, or ridicule or poke fun at the attempts to, say, control information. But I remember very well when after Trump's uh, election, uh, the journalists wrote, some journalists wrote that the inauguration uh, ceremony wasn't uh, very well attended. Sean Spicer, the man who was in charge of um, Trump's propaganda, who reminded me from the very start of a squealer, of, this, of squealer, the, the piglet who was responsible for propaganda in Animal Farm, he said, no, you, you are wrong, uh, you should be um, learning the facts, and he was trying to control journalists. And when later on uh, this, uh, the people protested um, and the journalists protested, uh, this woman, Kellyanne Conway, she said, well, he was, he was just um, giving you alternative facts. And the very concept of the alternative facts seems to come directly from Orwell. This is yet again an attempt to control propaganda. But of course, as I said, in the West, so far, it can't get an upper hand because in the democratic society, uh, in the freedom, in the free society, uh, people can say, no, it's not true. When in Russia, the whole media uh, landscape is controlled by the state, this becomes as dreadful as it was in Orwell's uh, novel. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pushkin House podcast. Pushkin House is an independent charity, so we depend on donations. Visit our website to explore all the ways you can help us, either by becoming our friend or visiting an event from our cultural programme.